And I mean, we drank them up pretty quickly. We thought maybe we would save them, bring them back to Vancouver Island. But while we were in Kelowna, I think we opened up oh, yeah. almost once, all of the bottles once that Once that bought. night started, they were gone <laughs> pretty quick. I just remember you guys being like, Wait, what happened to all the wine we bought today? And I look into the kitchen, there's just empty wine bottles. I'm like, uh, I can tell you what happened. Yeah. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 349. The world's first webcam was invented way back in 1991 by computer scientists at the University of Cambridge. And the reason they invented the webcam so they could keep an eye on the coffee pot and the levels of coffee it had in it from their desks. I told you people were crazy about their coffee. I am not crazy about coffee, although I do really, really love coffee ice cream, and I also really love the smell of coffee. But one thing I am crazy about is always trying to make sure that I get the cheapest flights out there. So crazy that I decided to build an app all around this whole idea of helping others get awesome, incredible flight deals. It's called Jetto, J-E-T-T-O, and you can download it from any app store right now, whether you have an Apple phone, whether you have an Android phone, doesn't matter. It's available for both, totally free to download. So if you're someone who's sitting there like, yeah, I want to get the cheapest flights, that makes sense. I don't want to have to do a lot of work for it. I just want my phone to ping me when cheap flights come out of my airports. Jetto is for you. Make sure when you download the app to use the referral code EPOP, and that will get you a free 14-day trial to our Platinum version. So go check it out. Jetto, you can find it on any of the app stores. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is the first person to ever record a podcast with an ice pack on, also the first person to ever record a podcast while eating a Milano cookie, (laughs) my wife, my constant travel companion, and someone who is still hobbled by this pinched nerve and yet is persevering for the sake (laughs) of the show to record. First of all, I don't know if you fact-checked that I'm the only person to ever record a podcast wearing an ice pack. All right. The only person ever to record this podcast, <laughs> the extra pack of peanuts one, thankfully, wearing an ice pack. I mean, and I guess if you're going to be injured, you might as well eat yourself silly with cookies and drink coffee, especially because this podcast is our best coffee and wine of 2018. And what goes perfect with a cup of coffee but a cookie? I don't know. Why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, you have been laid up on the couch for a long time now with this pinch nerve. It's been awful. You literally have to have your arm up with an ice pack on. Yeah, to... which Trav keeps saying, oh, Heather, do you have a question? Do you need something? Do you have a question? No, I don't have a question. My arm hurts. That's why it's lifted up in the air at a bizarre angle. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. But thankfully, she's okay, or at least uh, willing to rough through it and get through it. Because today we're doing best wine and coffee of 2018. And if you guys have listened to the show before, you know that I know absolutely nothing about 
coffee and probably even less about wine because Although, at least I make coffee for yes, you now. But you do drink wine. You don't drink coffee. That's true. That's true. But it's, All right. So I know nothing about either, which is <laughs> why you're going to be heading up this show. I'm just here basically as a little hood ornament, right, to kind of throw questions at you and ask you. But you're, you came up with your list, the best wine of 2018, the best coffee of 2018. And I will say that I do have two things, one thing to interject on the wine list and one thing to interject on Ooh, the coffee list, which we will get to. So. We're thinking, and we never know how long this is going to go before before we record them, but we're thinking this will be a little bit of a mini episode here. It'll be a mini episode. I actually don't have a lot of wine on the list because 2018 was more a year of crushing beer. (laughs) Which will be our next episode, our best beer of 2018. Which will probably not be a mini episode considering that our best breweries in the U.S. only went for a pretty long episode. If you're interested in beer, it's a really fun episode. We only did breweries in the U.S. The fun thing about our year in review podcast is that we can have breweries all over the world. That's true. And we can also, you know, we have to pigeonhole it down to our best experiences of 2018. So a little different. So if you're interested in beer, which is not what this podcast is about at all, but if you're interested in beer, check out our best breweries in the U.S. episode. And then next week, you're going to be getting our best beer experiences of 2018. I say experiences because it, it it's not just the beer. It's wrapped up in experience. But today, mini episode, best wine and best coffee of 2018, for which Heather is the oracle here, the one that knows <laughs> what's going on um, and really has an opinion, whereas I'm just here to chat about it and kind of maybe ask you some questions. So what do you want to start out with, wine or coffee? Let's do wine first because it's shorter, and then we'll do coffee because I have 10 of my favorite coffee places. Oh, where we said a mini episode. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. not. All right. Let's but, let's get to it. You're drinking coffee and not wine right now. Yes, because it is only 11:52 a.m. and while I'm not opposed to drinking wine, you know, around lunchtime, but we're going with the coffee. Typically, today. staying at home, <laughs> yeah. maybe not the best environment. Yeah, also, for drinking laid wine. up with a pinch nerve, so I'm just going to be sticking to coffee today. But we went to some cool wineries in 2018. Not a lot of wineries, but. When we were in Kelowna, British Columbia, it is a wine region. It's known for its wineries. It's uh, a lake there, Kelowna Lake, and um, it has lots of beautiful wineries. We went to quite a few, and some of them were okay, but two of them were exceptional. And are we starting the list? Is this? Yeah, this is we, this is list. I only have. Are we counting down, or no, is it just a? Mich- I only have four things okay. on my. So list. you're just calling out your four favorites. I'm just calling in out no my particular four, in no particular order. Um, but I'm starting with I guess my two favorites because when we were in Kelowna, it reminded me how much I love wine because after being pregnant, you know, you're pregnant for nine to 10 months. You can't drink. When I had wit, I only wanted beer. Like I wanted to just drink all the beer all the time. You mean when you, after, after you I had, had him, him. Well, right. when I had him, I also craved beer. I didn't right, crave wine. You craved wine. beer when you were pregnant. And then after you had him, you were really on a beer kick as well. Yes. Yes. So as soon as I had wit, I just, we, Trav loves breweries. I love breweries. So we did a lot of beer. Wit loves breweries. <laughs> wit loves breweries. We did a lot of breweries. But when we were in Kelowna, it reminded me how much I love wine for a lot of reasons. There's so many different kinds of wines, so many complexities. Also, wine doesn't make you feel, at least doesn't make me feel, as bad as those hazy IPAs. So it's much lighter to drink wine than beer. So Enough of either is going to yeah. make you feel a well, little bad. Well, sure. But. but 
two beers and two glasses of wine or treat my body considerably differently, whereas the wine is much easier on my body. So I'm forever grateful to Kelowna for bringing back my love of wine. We went to, I think, about five wineries. Two of them stood out to me. One was Kalala Organic Wines, and this was a great little spot. They had very delicious wine. We bought wine from them, some reds and some whites, and, I mean, we drank them up pretty quickly. We thought maybe we would save them, bring them back to Vancouver Island, but while we were in Kelowna, I think we opened up oh, yeah. almost once, all of the bottles that we Once that bought. night started, they were gone <laughs> pretty quick. I just remember you guys being like, Wait, what happened to all the wine we bought today? And I look into the kitchen, there's just empty wine bottles. Like, uh, I can tell you what happened. Yeah. That wine was very good. A great winery. It's organic. The branding was beautiful. The winery was, you know, small, didn't have any food that I can remember, just like a tasting room. But it was a great experience and exceptional wine. However, the one that was fancy schmancy with beautiful views of the lake, which is a little further north, almost um, like halfway between Kelowna and Vernon, where our friend Crystal is from, we were going to visit her family and she told us that we had to stop at this beautiful winery called 50th Parallel. Oh my goodness. Talk about atmosphere. Okay. It's very modern. It's very beautiful. You drive up to the vineyard. You're like kind of up on a cliff overlooking the lake and the mountains. It was absolutely stunning. And their wine was amazing. We had such a great time there. We did a tasting and then we bought some bottles and then we just we sat in the restaurant and just had like a little appetizer just to kind of enjoy the atmosphere a little bit more. The restaurant was kind of pricey, um, but the food was good. And if you want a really cool experience like for a special occasion you could eat at the restaurant but if you don't want to spend lots of money you can just go and get the wine the wine was pretty reasonably priced to buy yeah that place was hotsy totsy yes. like and and i just feel like am i a 70 year old hotsy totsy but it, <laughs> it was really incredible building and great Estate. views yeah as you mentioned the one thing that i was down on a little bit is you could buy the wine which was reasonable to take away but when you drank in their restaurant which was connected to where they sold their wine, like let's say a bottle of wine there was fifteen dollars. They were charging twelve dollars for a glass one. I'm like, come yeah, on, we just guys. bought this wine for fifteen or twenty dollars. Like, to me, that was just it was like, a little off putting. Was, it was, was a little off putting. Um, Whatever. Just so buy their wine. Just and buy their wine, and you know maybe. Maybe what what we ended up doing, and Trav was a little bit reluctant. But what you know we ended me, up doing, I am playing frugal police. I was a little <laughs> yes, pissed yeah, too because I don't like when people. I don't like the vibe behind that. Like, yes. Why are you overcharging me to drink your own wine five feet from, from where, where I can I buy just a bottle for the same price? Well, not the same price, but you get the idea. However, if you want the experience, but you don't want to spend a ton of money, you can just go. I got one glass of wine and I got an appetizer just to enjoy the view much to my chagrin yeah it w i mean what did we end up spending trev Either 25 dollars my on. goodness please it's uh, a beautiful spot <laughs> this so, is my podcast that is your podcast <laughs> those are the two all right two two wineries um both very cool I would both agree. very cool so another wine not a winery but a wine bar that we went to and this was in palma majorca and we i don't even know how we found it we kind of just stumbled upon it we parked the car in palma we spent one night in palma before we flew home. And Palma itself is a very cool city. And this wine bar called Annabelle was just very cute. You know, again, they had a few tables inside that was very comfortable, warm, cozy. They had exceptional wine. 
And they also had a little standing room outside. So we just got a glass of wine each, I think. And you even liked the wine. You were enjoying it. It was just a fun little experience, a great spot. If you're ever in Majorca and you happen to be in Palma, I would definitely look up Annabelle. They have a a lot of great Spanish wines there that you can taste. Yeah. And then my other wine that I mentioned, I had four. This was not a winery either. It was just a wine that we had when we were out to dinner. It was a Tempranilla uh, blend as a Bosch. I have no idea. If you can find it in the States, it would definitely be worth trying. Well, where do we have it? We had it at a restaurant. I took a picture on my phone of the bottle. Where? In Mallorca. Oh, well, I didn't know. You didn't specify where oh, sorry, we had sorry. it. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just was said if you still could find it in, in my States. mind in Mallorca, but I guess I didn't actually you had never le- say You had that. never left Mallorca in I had never mind. left Mallorca. Annabelle to uh, the restaurant that we had dinner at in Alcudia um, with Jason And we went out. It was a beautiful restaurant. And they had just like this really good wine. I took a picture of it so that I could try to Google it when I got home to see if we could find it here. Because I like Tempranilla, but I don't always buy it when I'm at the liquor store because there's so many of them. And you never know which one is going to be good. But that one was was very good. So Azabash. Azabash. Tempranillo. Yeah. Someone look it up. Yeah. Find it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my short list of wine and wineries. I would like to pop on very quickly and give one place that we went to in Budapest. And I don't even know. I did not have a glass of wine here. I'm not sure if you did or not. But it was a wine bar. And I thought it was really, really neat place. It's called Sendes Tars. And it has an out. It's a ruin pub. It's the one that we walked in that one night. And we got we actually got some really good food there. And it has an outdoor patio by yes. a graveyard, which is a little weird, but kind of cool. And then indoor, it's a ruin pub, which Budapest is famous for. And it's just got a really cool ambiance. It's really neat. Ruin pubs are obviously really neat. This was a little less crowded it wasn't like a party ruin pub it was a restaurant yeah that then was known as a wine day wine bar and it's called sendes tars so c-s-e-n-d-e-s yeah i don't remember if i got wine there and if i did it i it wasn't anything that was spectacular yeah because i was thinking in of budapest and i i don't remember drinking a lot of wine there so yeah i just thought that was a a, a cool wine bar again how to give my two cents? Yeah, really I'm, cool I'm spot. Glad you Whether threw you that want wine or beer or food, check it out. Yeah, definitely. On to coffee, and On now is this a ranked list? You can do this whatever you want. Is a ranked list. Perfect. I'm sorry that I broke the rules with no, the wine, but there wasn't show. really enough. It's your show. To throughout there, I had like two wineries on here. I can't. So... I can't really give too much crap to a girl with a pinched nerve and an yeah, ice pack no on her kidding. shoulder. Yeah. So. Who spent most of 2018 crushing beer, not wine. So we will bring it to the coffee, the best coffee of 2018, which there is a plethora. I have two honorable mentions and then 10 coffee shops. Let's hear them. And very different from my Philly list. None of these are in Philadelphia. So they're all... Very different from your best meals (laughs) list. Yeah. Sorry. Which was for you was very Philly centric. Very Philly centric. So... My honorable mentions for best coffee of 2018, both of them in Denver. Denver has some pretty good coffee shops. Again, it's becoming a very hip city. So as you know, there are hip coffee shops popping up everywhere where you can get your flat white and your cortados and your cappuccinos and your, you know, pour over and whatever. (laughs) But there were two that are on my honorable mentions and 
One was Stowaway Kitchen, which is in the Five Points neighborhood of Denver, which is a very cool neighborhood, very industrial, lots of fun new restaurants and cafes opening up there. I ate there as well. The food is very good. Trav probably wouldn't like it because it's hip brunch spot where you have to wait. Brunchers. Wait for a table for a while. But I actually just ordered coffee and sat outside um, and got my food out there. So it didn't take very long at all. And that, that coffee was very good. I actually got two flat whites while I was sitting there. Whoa. Um, I, I must not have been with you. No, you definitely gotta rain this girl were in. not with me. And then the other honorable mention was Pig Train, which is in Denver's Union Station. And I got coffee there also two times, although not in the same hour. And it was very good coffee. So if you're in Denver, you might be at Union Station at some point because it's the main, one of the main train stations. Right. So grab a coffee there also union station is really beautiful it's a cool station to hang out in they've done a great job restoring it feels kind of like an open concept cafe market it's very very cool i loved being there it's a great union station was cool central market which we might talk about in denver also really cool yes another coffee shop i have on the list um i figured is is in central station so denver definitely has changed a lot in the past four years, I think, since we were there and we spent some time in Denver and then we went back in 2018, spent a week there. And it's just really cool like with those Denver. new neighborhoods, those hip neighborhoods with the hip brunch spots. I mean, it, it all comes with all the gentrification. You know, you get cool coffee, new spots brunch. and breweries. Hey, you got to have the brunch and coffee shops, Trav. It's, you know, a necessary. Listen, evil. I like hip I stuff. I do. <laughs> just brunch is like, it's a little overdone to me. Every okay. Once so now we're getting into, now we're the, into actual the actual list. Top 10. Top, top 10. 10 coffees of 2018. Yes. So my number 10 is not actually a coffee shop that I have been to, but I have their coffee and I drink it almost every day. And this is why it's number 10 because I've never been to the coffee shop, but I have to have it on my list because Unicorn Blood by Dark Matter is the best coffee bean I think I have ever had. And I've never had it in a cappuccino or a flat white or a cortado. I just make it in my AeroPress in my very own kitchen. You make it okay. in your AeroPress? Half the time I make it, half the time Trav makes it. I'm Today, she's drinking unicorn blood from Dark Matter. Uh, pinch nerve on the couch. That I made for <laughs> her. And we have um, at Mikey Desir uh, to thank for this on Twitter and uh epop fan and follower so thank you we got one of the nicest things that's ever happened to us after wit was born i believe this fell in the beginning of 2018 i could be wrong uh, i don't think it was 2017 all right so the beginning of 2018 we got a package from um mikey and it was great he basically wanted to send something for heather something for me and something for wit and from she's a chef in chicago we're like yeah yeah sure so sent me beer Sent Heather his favorite coffee, and uh, he has very good taste. Mike, if you're uh, if your cooking is anything <laughs> as good as your taste in beer and coffee, then we got to get to the restaurant, man. Because he sent Heather dark matter uh, coffee, which and their blend the unicorn, unicorn blood. blood. And I gave you know we opened it up, and the first time she had it, she said, "Oh my gosh, I think this is the best coffee I've ever had. Like this is it's the best so beans good. I've ever had." To the point that. 
when we ran out, now I bought her a coffee subscription. Yeah, for Mother's Day. It comes in the I mail com- every month. It comes month. every month. Now, the the one bag of beans doesn't actually last me the whole month. But Trav, being the great husband that he is, also gets me a subscription to another coffee that he brought back for me. Um, I forget which it's, state it's out in of. In Iowa. Iowa. I might as well give you my, my coffee yeah. list right oh, now. Oh, okay, sure. Since we're talking about it. I have one on my coffee list. Right. Impact Coffee in Decorah, Iowa. This is the first time I've ever drank a full cup of coffee. Granted, it was like a almost like a milkshake. I don't know what they call them, <laughs> like a frappuccino. Yeah, essentially, I, I, that it was essentially like a frappuccino. But we were in Iowa. I had their beer the night before at a place called Pulpit Rock. That was a coffee beer because I do actually like coffee beer. And you like coffee ice cream. Yeah, to be and fair. I like coffee ice cream. <laughs> and I said, This is really good. Like, this is really good beer. And the guy at Pulpit Rock was like, Oh, well, the guy who owns Impact Coffee, which is what it's made of, is sitting right there. So I talked to that guy. I said, Hey, we'll stop in tomorrow morning before we leave. We did. They made me this, yeah, frappuccino type thing. Yeah, like a blended coffee. Yeah, very heavy on milk. And I'm, I, there might have even been ice cream <laughs> in it. I'm not sure. And I finished the whole thing. And I thought, All right, that's the first coffee thing that I've ever finished. Like, that had a base of coffee other than ice cream. And um, yeah, so Impact Coffee in Decor, Iowa. My number yeah. one coffee. Your number one coffee. And you know what? It's it's appropriate that you're giving this story at my number 10 because both Dark Matter and Impact Coffee, I, get, I have a subscription to thanks to Trav. And again, I haven't been to either one of these coffee shops, but the beans are so, so good. And you know, we don't go out for coffee every single day. We usually drink it when we're home. We I drink it at home. And one of the things that Trav started doing, and I think it might have been in 2017, actually, but it was right after Wit was born. So it would have been November or December. He never made me coffee before this. Just, I don't know. He just didn't. It's no big deal. I but honestly then, didn't know how to make coffee. He didn't know how to make coffee. But then after Wit was born, you know, I was busy feeding Wit like 24-7 in the beginning. He started making my coffee. He learned how to use the French press. He learned how to use the AeroPress. So this could really- A true all- renaissance man yes, over here. Yes, a true here. renaissance man. This could honestly be my number one because the fact that he Someone makes- Someone else making yeah, co- coffee at home. Yeah, you make me coffee with the best beans that are my favorite. I mean, that's- that's pretty exceptional. So, all right, let's just, that's it. Let's end the list. The podcast is over. Trav yeah. making me coffee with the best beans. The Shout end. out to uh, <laughs> at Mikey Desir for the unicorn pod. Thank you, man. And thank you for the beer. And thank you. I should, t- I didn't finish it. He sent a onesie for wit. Yes. A Rogers Park <laughs> so onesie. So cute. He doesn't so. fit him anymore because now wood's big, but, but um, yeah, I did thank fit you him for a few for months. the coffee. And Heather continues to enjoy it to this day because now we have a subscription to Dark Matter Unicorn Blood. Absolutely. All right. Now onto the actual coffee shops. I guess we won't actually end the podcast. I will go on to my number nine, which is a great coffee shop in Vancouver, British Columbia. Again, Vancouver has plenty of coffee shops. Very hip. <laughs> And I have been to many of them over our past trips to Vancouver. However, this is the first time I've been to Elysian Coffee, and there's quite a few locations in Vancouver now. I had never been to this coffee shop on any of my previous trips. And it just so happened that wherever we were staying in Vancouver, there happened to be an Elysian very close by. So I went to Elysian at least eight times in the <laughs> very small amount of time we actually yeah, spent I was gonna in say, How long were you we in Vancouver? Two weeks, maybe? Not even because we were in Kelowna, we were in Vancouver oh, Island. Boy. So I went a lot. So eight, averaging almost one a day. 
Oh, for sure. Because when we're traveling, I don't usually have coffee at an Airbnb because there's not usually good coffee options at Airbnb. So we usually go out when we're traveling. So I went every day we were in Vancouver, probably. (laughs) It was very good. I definitely liked it. And all of the locations have very cute interiors and exceptional coffee. Number eight is a spot in Austin, Texas. Austin also is very hip, also has a lot of very hip coffee shops. Oh, and we're, we're spotting a trend here. I think we're the first person, people to put this together. Yeah, hip right? Hip cities hip have cities. cool coffee oh, shops. I know. Yeah. What a shock. What a shock. So in Austin, we did uh, our Austin Destination Diary, and I had quite a few coffee shops on there, and some that I actually hadn't been to that next time I want to go to, like ones that have music at them and concerts and cool stuff. But this one is um, Houndstooth and it's right downtown, you know, just really good coffee. I think a lot of people, a lot of business people kind of go there because it's literally right downtown. Yeah, you see a lot, you saw a lot of people standing outside of it. Like they have tables outside. I think people just pop in pretty quickly, grab their coffee, you know, as they're going off to their office building or or what have you. Um, Yeah. I, I mean, I remember walking by Houndstooth. I actually remember walking by a building and thinking, whoa, what is this? Like so many yeah. people are standing outside and it was just Houndstooth coffee yeah. with some tables coffee outside. Shop. Good spot. My number seven is a place in Nashville. And again, hip city, hip coffee. And we have been to lots of different places in Nashville, but this is the first time I went to The Well in Nashville. And it's just really good. They have great coffee. And I took a great Instagram picture there because it's very Instagrammable. I hip think city, even, hip coffee <laughs> equals Instagram. My, Is that the new equation? Yeah, exactly. I think it's my profile picture actually on Instagram. Oh, from baby. The Well Nashville, my number seven. At Heather Sherry's profile picture. <laughs> very, very good coffee. I think they have that right next on, on their door when you walk in. You know, yeah. It's like people love us on Yelp and that says like, Heather Sherry's Instagram photo <laughs> profile picture. Funny, very funny. Social proof. Uh huh. It's not real if it's not on Instagram. Number six is in Denver, and this spot is in Central Market. So, Central Market is this beautiful building that kind of looks old, but it's a very new market. I you I know it I forgot we were I, out there. I think it was like my brain twenty seventeen maybe. It's only two or three years old. My memory it, is way worse because it's just filled with songs from Moana recently. Oh yeah, true. I sometimes wake up and Moana songs are in my head because Wit is obsessed. Anyway, the coffee shop I'm talking about is called Crema. And I think they have a, a few locations in Denver, but the one that I went to was actually in the Central Market, which if you're in Denver, you should definitely go to this market because not only does it have amazing coffee at Crema, this is a little stall. Well, it's not a little stall. It's like a little coffee shop a vendor, but they also have amazing ice cream, good pizza, you know, lots of different vendors. Yeah, the Central Market's, the market. the it's, Central market's great spot. It's very cool. And it's fun to walk between... Union Station, which Heather mentioned earlier, right up through um, the pretty neat neighborhoods there into the Central Market. And as you were saying, have crema there, not to be confused with, crema with the crema in, in Nashville, Nashville, which, which is on my list, like one or two up. And I don't think they're affiliated at all. They just have the they same just name. They just happen to have the same name. And because, they're both in hip cities. Well, yeah. I mean, crema is a coffee term. It's when you sure. have an espresso and it gets the little... 
you know, small cream, like the coffee cream is called the crema on oh, top. You learn something new every day. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure actually that's what it is. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. And so, I mean, I guess it could be a common name for a coffee shop. But when I saw that in Denver and I never heard of it before, um, other than in Nashville, I was like, I wonder if they're the same coffee shop, but I don't think they are. I don't think they had the same branding. Like no. I remember looking at it and thinking that the font was different than yeah. the one in Nashville. But both very, very good coffee. My number five is a spot that we went to in Budapest quite frequently because it was literally across the street from our Airbnb, which is funny because when we first arrived in Budapest, we got there, I think, around 10 in the morning. 10 a.m., yep. We couldn't check in and get the keys until like 1 p.m. Right. So we were, I looked up, you know, like best coffee shops in Budapest that were around a mile walk from where I was actually standing and my little Melvin came up and Travis like oh I actually think that's kind of near the Airbnb that we're staying at and we had some time to kill because we couldn't check in for three hours so we walked to my little Melvin I got a coffee we got some really nice sandwiches from like another little stall down the street and just sat outside and ate the sandwiches and I just remember like you know having a pretty cool experience because we had just arrived in Budapest. We were so tired because we'd just taken an overnight flight with Wit, our yep. first one. And just having that first cup of coffee. That jolt. Yeah, that is so delicious. And you're just sitting outside and the weather is nice. And you're like, okay, that might have been a rough flight. We might be incredibly tired and jet lagged. But here we are sitting in a new city. You know, yeah, we made it. We made it. We and made we're, it. this is why we're here. This like, is why we're here. Yep. And, you know, Wit was happy. I was happy because I had caffeine. And then it turns out that our Airbnb was literally just in an apartment building across the street. Right. We could look out the window of our apartment and see my little Melbourne. So it was, yes, it was right there. Unfortunately, we had to walk all the way back to the place that we had been standing earlier, a mile <laughs> back up to get the key because it wasn't an electronic keypad. To this day, I still don't understand why everyone doesn't have electronic keypads on their doors. And then we had to walk right back. And so when we got to the apartment, we we're standing there. We we're looking at We were here two hours <laughs> yeah, ago so at funny. this coffee shop. But so we didn't have the key. My Little Melbourne was very good coffee. It wasn't my favorite in Budapest. That will come later. But it was very good. And I went quite often because we were in Budapest for 10 days. And it was right next to Super our apartment. Convenient. So I definitely had it at least three times while we were there. Yeah, that's a sign of a good coffee shop. Mm -hmm. My number four is Crema in Nashville, which I have had every single time I've been to Nashville, which has been three times, and it never disappoints. It is just that good. We got to give a shout out to Nate Buchanan sure. of Kara and Nate, uh, fam now famous YouTube <laughs> travel vloggers. But when we first met them, they just had followed our website and had followed the podcast and wanted to meet up when we were in Nashville. And Nate took us to his favorite coffee shop in Nashville the first time we met. That's and it right. was Crema. And that's the first time I went to Crema on the first trip we went to Nashville. And uh, they have changed their interior a little bit since that first time we were there. It's still just as cool. And the coffee is still just as good. And another 
really good experience traveling with wit just because a lot of people ask us you know like oh is it so hard to travel with it with a with an infant and you know and i i did it alone actually to nashville i mean trav met me there but he was coming from denver i flew with wit for the first time alone to nashville super easy two-hour flight no big deal at all and when we went to Crema, it just happened to be, it wasn't even Wit's nap time, but he ended up falling asleep and he just actually slept in his car seat while Trev and I sat there. It was totally unexpected. We actually did a little bit of work and just hung out in a really nice coffee shop. So that's just the cool thing about traveling and traveling with your children because it's can be challenging at times, but travel can be challenging without kids. So, you know, if you have kids, you might have a challenging experience, but it's really no different than if you have a challenging experience as a single person or as a couple without children. And then you have these awesome moments where, you know, you arrive in Budapest for the first time and you just get reinvigorated by having a great cup of coffee and a nice sandwich sitting outside a brand new city. So, I don't know. I love coffee. If other people out there love coffee and, you know, you have some really cool experiences, we would love to hear about them because I think coffee brings us together. It's, you know, something that people drink all over the world. It's a whole culture of kind of relaxing and hanging out with friends and meeting up for a coffee. And I know Trav doesn't drink coffee, but he always goes with me to coffee shops and sits there. And I wish <laughs> I actually it's probably one of the things that I get. I'm not bummed out, like not actually bummed, but Dude, I just get, start drinking coffee. I, I get a little. You can put sugar in it. I get a little sad about is that I like beer. You know, it's it's coffee is something that as a traveler, you know, you you seek out different places, and it's going to be different in other countries. There's it's always going to be there, and it might be different styles. The coffee shops are going to look different, but it's something that you could say I I can do this everywhere I go in the world, similar to essentially going to a bar or something. Yeah. Um, and so I get, I love experiencing coffee shops and I always get bummed. I think, I just wish I liked this. Then I could really fully engage in this experience. Yeah. I try it. You know, you will yeah. admit I try coffee all the time. But you don't try it enough. And I drink my coffee usually with just cream and no sugar. You can. I'm fine with not liking you coffee. You can it's start okay. drinking it with a sugar. Just do it, Trap. I just can, do it. I can also now confirm that Crema Nashville and Crema Denver are different. Yes. They both have different websites. They have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, I was pretty sure. Uh, bringing it back to Austin for my number three. And a new coffee shop. I guess it's actually not new. We'd been there um, once before when we were with Jason from Zero to Travel when we did our first LI retreat experience in Austin. And we just happened to be in an area of Austin. And Jason and I, who Jason, who loves coffee, thank goodness, because at least he'll have a cup with me when we're traveling. That dude drinks more coffee <laughs> oh, yeah. than maybe anyone like I've ever the met. The jitters from drinking coffee. Anyway, we both really wanted a coffee. There was this coffee shop that I wouldn't normally think is very cool because it's called Medici and it has like the Medici Italian family type symbol as its branding, which, you it know. It looks very kind of corporate. Like you would just yeah. see a Medici coffee shop in every train right, station right. and airport in the U.S. But, you know, we were desperate for coffee. So we walk in, we order the coffee, and they have all the hip coffee drinks like the Cortados and whatever. And we both get a coffee and it's really, really good. And that experience was super fun. And that didn't happen in 2018. It happened before that. But I went back to it in 2018 when we were in Austin for uh, TravelCon. And there was a Medici right across from our hotel that we were staying at. So I went at least two times. 
So that's why it's on the list for 2018. But the first experience I had with Jason was so funny because, you know, usually I'm on my phone looking at the best coffee shops and, you know, trying to seek out the best ones in the area that we're in. And we just happened to pop into the shop that I wouldn't normally go into. Unexpected. And here it is, this delicious coffee. So knowing that I had remembered Medici being good before when we were staying at the, um, what hotel were we staying at in Austin? JW Marriott. JW Marriott. And I saw that there was a Medici across the street, again, with the weird <laughs> Italian I mean, it, if you think about it, it's not that weird. <laughs> no, because, because Italians do coffee, you know, very it's well. the capital it's, basically of coffee. What you're espresso. saying is it's weird because you're used to going to these hip millennial Yes coffee shops that have like super clean branding and the interior is very like you know clean and minimal so it's like an old school (laughs) italian logo (laughs) that hides this millennial coffee right can't judge a book by it no you cannot so anyway that coffee is very good and again i i don't know why but i guess because 2018 i went to a lot of coffee shops with wit the one time i went into medici with wit because trav was speaking at travel con and you know, I was hanging with Wit most of the time and I went over there with Wit and he was just so cute in that coffee shop, like playing with the stools. And I just sat there and drank my coffee and felt like a really cool hip mom with my cute little son toddling around. You Everybody in hang the out. coffee shop was like, oh, he's so cute. Oh my. Mom life. Mom hashtag life. mom life. You know, you got to, you got to embrace really, the small hashtag, victories. Hashtag parent life because when yes. I go to a brewery and Wit's there and I've done this and I went to a brewery, Wilmington Brew Works by myself this year, same thing, had Wit with me. Everyone thought he was like cool. He was like wandering around. People were chatting with me and him. I just sitting drinking a beer and I thought, yeah, cool. I, I don't know. It's like a talking yeah. point. It's kind of nice. It is nice. And I and I I didn't plan on making this about like take your kids places, but seriously, take your kids places because the more you take them out and you know, maybe not every situation at a fancy restaurant is going to be the best place for a toddler, but most of the time you know, it's really not a big deal and people don't mind as long as you're respectful and you, you know, are aware of the situation. I just think it's really not a huge deal to take your kid with you places and it can actually be really fun. Yeah. There you go. All right. Medici. Okay. Now my top two, top two here places. we go. Drum roll, please. Thank you, Chris. Throw the drum roll. They're both in Budapest because, man, Budapest had an amazing coffee scene. Like, some of the best coffee. Like, we didn't even go to all the best coffee places. And there are coffee places that were really good in Budapest that I didn't even put on this list because these, the ones I've already mentioned and these top two were just my favorites. And I, you know, didn't want half my list to be in Budapest. But my number two and my number one. Um, number two is Contact, which I mentioned Ooh, in... I thought this was going to be number one. Okay. Mm, which I mentioned in our um, best meals because across from Contact is Simply Food. I think they just say Simply. Simply, but, but there's a Z, a Z in, in it. A Z thrown in Simply. for fun. And that was like the best brunch and one of my top meals of 2018. And so right across from that is Contact Coffee. And I only had their coffee one, actually twice. Once I had it in person and then a second time, I think Trav went and picked it up for yes, me as a surprise. Yes, you were feeling not so great. So I went all yeah. the way to Contact and picked it up for you. Yes, you did. And um, By all the way, I mean like, I don't know, half a mile yeah. or less. Um, Obviously, when you get like a cappuccino or something, it is better as soon as it's made. So the first time I had it, 
in person was just so good, so delicious. The coffee shop was very simple, very minimal. They only had a few coffee choices on the the board. And so I feel like if you didn't know coffee, you might be a little bit overwhelmed or anxious about like ordering because they kind of take coffee a little seriously there. But it was delicious. It was so good. I loved they it. They take it seriously, but they were really nice. Oh, yeah, I think there was really a nice. sign in there that said no milk or they didn't have something, no sugar. I, I don't know. You know, uh, with coffee. I don't I think of, it was milk. It probably it was wasn't probably milk, but there was no something that said no something. sugar or, or they didn't do something to coffee because they thought that it wasn't pure enough, which yes. sounds very snobby, but they're actually very they are really nice. nice about it. Really nice. But it was something. Maybe it was no sugar. I Maybe. think it might have been something like that, like no sugar. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it could be like a little <laughs> off-putting if you don't know coffee, but if you do know coffee, they're super nice there and they make an exceptional cup of coffee. Yeah. So, Contact cool. right I just, next to Simply Food. Man, I love Budapest so I much. mean, I, I'm going to give myself a shout out because I thought maybe you would. Someone did a lot of effort and research into the best oh coffee my shops gosh. in Budapest. Yes. That's you why you were able to find pretty them. Pretty much all the research for doing for all the coffee shops in Budapest. Oh, so you're giving me a shout out. I'm giving you a huge oh, shout thank out. You. Because when we first started traveling together. It's called fishing for a compliment, yes. folks. Well, when we first started traveling together. We didn't really do coffee shops a lot because Trav didn't like them. And, you know, I'm not trying to date us in our age, but coffee. We're 36. Everyone can know it. Okay. Well, I know, but I'm saying that when we first started traveling, like in our 20s, the whole hip coffee culture wasn't exactly a thing, or at least it wasn't a thing that we knew about as I mean, much. It was just different, I think. It was I think different. Millennials, and I, we are not really in that group, but we're on the edge, right? Have brought in certain things, and that is better beer, better coffee, people willing to spend money at brunch places and yeah, coffee shops yeah. and beer places, spending a little bit more for authentic, homemade, whatever, you know organic like blah blah fair blah trade, fair whatever. trade fill in your your kind of niche there but people willing to do that and so a culture has sprung up around those things where it's now sought out more than it was yeah. before for so sure. i can remember one of the first times trav artisanal i guess yeah, is the artisanal word that coffee. kind of ties it all together one of the first times trav looked up coffee for me because he really does look up most of the coffee shops now for me and we and we go i like research and i like research. coffee shops even if i don't like coffee yeah when we were in um prague just for like two nights or one night or something on a stopover and it was the day after my birthday and he surprised me by looking up a really hip cool coffee shop in Prague and that was quite a few years ago and that kind of started the research giant that he has become in finding the best coffee shop so thank you Travis because Budapest and I did find your number one and you did find my number one my number one is um, Fouquet or Fouquette. Fouquet? F E K E T E. You you decide. Uh, yeah. Fouquet. I say Fouquet. Yeah, we're so terrible at pronouncing these um, oh, places. Well, we don't speak the language. Yeah, I, I don't mean, I'm speak not going to go to Budapest for eight days and learn Hungarian. <laughs> anyway, this cafe was my number one coffee experience of 2018 because. Not only was the coffee amazing, the food was amazing. We had this delicious dessert. It, it may find its way on our best dessert of 2018 list. And it's just like the whole ambiance there. You walk in. It was a little hard to find because it's actually in a 
courtyard like off of a main street in Budapest and the courtyard courtyard has all this open seating it's really beautiful and then you can go into the cafe and they're seating inside too and they just have very good food I Trav had already eaten but I got breakfast there and that was just delicious it was just a simple like egg and bacon and toast but the way that they did it was very delicious just very homemade very fresh organic and the coffee was amazing and we went I think three or four times when we were in Budapest we went at least three yeah Yeah. possibly four and you're going to hear a little more about that in our best desserts of 2018 podcast because some of the other times you went we went back for for, a, for for a reason. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the reasons was the coffee, and you loved the flat white. I think that's what you got there most of the yeah. time, and it was yep. fantastic. So, just a great coffee shop, a great experience. Budapest has amazing coffee, and most cities now have really fun coffee shop experiences. Yeah, they really do. Um, uh, if they're a hip city, of course. Yeah, I mean, but if then you're again, a we're city. only only traveling the hip cities. <laughs> I agree that Budapest, I think, stood out for me with the coffee culture versus some of the other places we went to this year. And again, we didn't travel much internationally, but Eastern Europe and, and that part of Eastern Europe has always been known as a coffee culture. Um, mm-hmm. One of the places we went to that that you didn't get coffee at that again, was in our Destination Diary Budapest, it just reminds me of, is um, the Cafe New York, was it called? The, yeah. The uh, Coffee House New York, um, which, which is, is in, in this hotel. incredible, beautiful hotel, one of the fanciest coffee shops we've ever, or coffee houses we've ever been to. So that they've always had a strong coffee culture, for sure, over there in Budapest. And obviously, it's not the only reason to go to Budapest. It's an incredible city in its own right. But certainly, if you like coffee, you're going to love it there. It's going to add that little cherry on top when it comes to, to coffee and to traveling to Budapest. And talking about cherry on top, don't forget, that this wraps up oh our goodness, yes. this wraps up our coffee and wine episode, but we still have desserts, best best beers, best beers, which will be coming out next. Then best desserts of 2018, and then our best experiences podcast of 2018. So we've got three more parts to our year in review. So if you guys have been listening through that, thank you, um, thank you for all the stuff on social media. Let us know your best coffee and your best wine of 2018. Oh yeah, because as we said in our last podcast, that we're willing to travel for good food. I am willing to travel. For good coffee and i'm so let yeah. me know and i think chicago should be next on our list because i for one have never been to chicago and trav has and so it's a city that i've been wanting to explore not in the winter maybe in the summer but uh yeah i would like to try that dark matter coffee in person, in person at a get cafe. that unicorn blood mm-hmm. coffee yeah so let us know guys tweet us at pack of peanuts of course on instagram you know interact with us that way we love 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 hearing from you especially with our year in review stuff, because it's always fun to hear, to, to hopefully know that other people are listening and then writing out their list. Maybe you nerd out as much as I do when it comes to lists and year in review stuff. I love it. Hopefully you do too. So just let us know. What was your best coffee? What was your best wine of 2018? Where should we be looking? Um, you could do that on Twitter at Pack of Peanuts or, of course, Instagram at Pack of Peanuts at Heather Sherry. And as I mentioned, this is part four of our seven-part year in review. So the other three are already out. If you've missed them, we do our travel stats in part one. We do our travel superlatives in part two. So we talk all about our accommodations, what our best values were, our worst flights, most unexpected thing that happened to us in the year, all that kind of stuff. And then our last one that just came out last week, our best meals of 2018. That's always a fun one. So we've got here the best coffee, and then we still have best beer coming out. 
best desserts and our best travel experiences of the year. So make sure you check that out. You can find those podcasts wherever you're listening to this one, iTunes, Stitcher, on our website. Doesn't matter. All those will be found in the same exact place. So thank you guys for listening. Did want to give you a heads up too. If you haven't already downloaded the Jetto app, make sure you do that. That's our new app that gets you cheap flights all around the world. Sometimes we have deals that are going to Budapest. Sometimes we have deals going to Denver, uh, Austin, all these places that we talked about. So you can download that for free, J-E-T-T-O. And there is a place to put a referral code. If you put in EPOP as a referral code, you'll also get a 14-day free trial to our platinum version. And you will also get a coupon if you do decide to keep the platinum version after your free trial is up. You'll get a coupon for that as well. But totally free to download. You can obviously have the free version for as long as you want as well. That's Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can go download that app now and just throw EPOP in the referral box when you download it and when you sign up. So thank you guys for listening. Heth, you pushed through. I Basically managed. handled, you know, ran a whole podcast <laughs> with an ice pack on your arm. I think that deserves another Milano cookie. Another Milano <laughs> cookies in your future. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support that makes this the number one rated travel podcast on Apple Podcasts. And until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris and all that.